Hello and welcome to the Righteous Leadership Podcast, where we interview guests who are salt and light on righteous leadership in the context of their world. Today, we are privileged to have with us Harry James from Durban, South Africa. Our last podcast, we heard on righteous leadership from the perspective of Liberia. Today, we're gonna hear from our friend Harry James, righteous leadership from the perspective of South Africa. Harry, welcome to the Righteous Leadership Podcast. Hi, Ray, thank you. It's a privilege to be here with you. Absolutely. Harry, I read your bio and I'm telling you, your bio is amazing. It, it, it sort of reminds me of Proverbs 4.18, which we'll get into uh, in the podcast. But, but you made a shift. You made uh, a career shift from law to seminary. Can you share with the audience your, your, your brief bio? Your, your, share with your audience the man, Harry. Who is Harry James? Okay, thanks, Ray. Yes, um, always, you know, like most people, we, we, we wrestle with what we want to do with our lives. And um, in, in high school, I, I felt um, I wanted to go into law. Um, mm. And, you know, I went and I studied uh, and, and, and passed everything and, and um, the, the necessary apprenticeship articles um, and, and got admitted as an attorney. Um, and that was uh, a good couple of years ago, about 25 years ago. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and I practiced law um, all in all for about um, yeah, until, until a few years back. And I enjoyed practicing law, but there was this constant feeling that, you know, this isn't really where I'm supposed to do, uh, be. It's not what I'm supposed to be doing. There's something missing. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, the whole time I was wrestling with God with where he wants my life to go and how things must, must pan out. And then about 10 years ago, I felt a call to local preaching, which I then um, embarked on in the Methodist church. And as soon as I started local preaching and studying, I suddenly realized that God's call on my life was bigger than being limited to local preaching. Hmm. And then, then started the whole wrestle with, with, with a call to go into full-time ministry, into the ordained ministry. And that call started, the wrestle started around 2011, 2012. And, um, you know, I, I was, we have our own plans, our own timetable. Um, and I wasn't too sure how God would take me from practicing law having my own practice in partnership with somebody to having to give up everything and go and spend three years at the seminary, the Methodist seminary, because that's the requirement of the Methodist church. Um, and so I wrestled with that for, for a number of years. I started studying theology uh, part-time in an attempt to just try and appease God's call on my life. Um, right, and, right. Yeah, and God just kept 
kept leading and guiding me into the full-time ministry. I became more and more involved with the church. Um, you know, he closed doors, he opened other doors. And until 2015, where I just, you know, towards the end of the year, I just said to God, okay, I, I can't fight this anymore. Um, mm. I don't know what this is going to look like, but mm. I surrender. And yeah, and then I went and uh, started the whole candidating procedure. And then uh, this is my last year, my third year at seminary. So I've been here for, for this is now the third year. Um, wow. And, and wow. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I want to I want to go Thank back you. to some something that you just said uh, with our yes. listening audience. You said I, 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 I surrendered. I didn't have the full picture, but mm. I just went for it. So you didn't mm. you didn't have a you didn't have a burning bush experience. It wasn't it wasn't a big, bright light. It might have been a dim light. But did the light get brighter as the y- days and years progress for you? Yes, yes. No, definitely. Right. Uh, it's a situation of, of taking the next step, mm. you know, and, and as you take the next step, a bit more is revealed. Mm. And a little bit more is revealed and, and God shines his light a bit brighter on, on the path that you're you're having to go on. Because really, if I have to look back three, four, five years ago, I would never have dreamt that I'd be where I am now, that I would have gone through what I went through and that God would have brought myself and my family to where we are now. I mean, this is not just me. I, I'm, I'm married and, and, and we have four children. Um, you know, so it impacts a, a wide number of people. Um, but God has God has done amazing things in this journey. I, I I just hope that our listening audience have your your notepad and your pen because Harry is dropping nuggets. The last one of the last things he said, he said God shows shines brighter on the path you have to go. Oh my Lord! So Harry, uh, to me, I think that that fits right into. Uh, the scripture text uh, I try to anchor every podcast with one text and as I meditated on your bio the text mm. that came up for me uh, was uh, Proverbs 4.18 and it says mm. it says the path of the righteous mm. is like the morning sun shining even brighter till mm. the full light of day okay. Amen. Does that resonate for you in terms of your path? Can you share with the audience how that text that I just read is in, is, how about this? How that text is in context with your path? Yeah. No, certainly, Ray. It's, 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 a, it's spot on. It's just exactly what happened. You know, mm. I was in, you know, I had this glimmer. Of, of this call, I understood there was a call, what it looked like, how to get there, I had no clue. But as I took one step, uh, you know, after another in obedience in the direction that God was calling, um, he, he, he made a way, he opened up opportunities, he opened up doors, and, and that is, you know, he just, like you say, sh- shone his light, you know, brighter and brighter. Uh, I could see as we journeyed, we could see more clearly the direction, what God's doing, the way to go, the, the doors he was opening, the opportunities he was creating, uh, mm. things that he put into place, people he brought on our path. 
and and just more and more revealed what his desire and what his call is on our lives and that just mm. became brighter and brighter you know? wow 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 mm. so harry uh speak to us about the level of authority that you are sensing now and comparing that with the level of authority that you sense back then when you were practicing law um mm. and i'm coming from proverbs 29:2 which says when the righteous are in authority the people rejoice and the people mm. i'm referring to now is like your your spouse your 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 mm. kids your, your four kids of course we mm. can talk about people in terms of our tribe but let's let's yeah. first start with first i think the bible said first jerusalem then judea then samaria, samaria. then other parts of the world uh, well, and so our, our jerusalem is our family members Mm-hmm. Righteous are in authority the people rejoice can you Joyce. share with the audience your degree of authority now that you obeyed and surrendered versus your degree of authority then when you were in mm-hmm. law mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that that's also a day night difference um oh wow Yeah, definitely and and it's not something I've necessarily consciously sat and thought of and and reflected back on but as we're talking I can see the difference um mm. yeah, yeah I think there's just something about about being vulnerable before God and 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 just stepping into God's path and plan for your life and surrendering to God and not trying to make your own plans in your own way um that that just builds something in somebody's in one spirit that 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 allows you to walk in that confidence that God has given us and God is with mm. us I'm thinking of of Jesus saying you know all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me and I give you authority to walk on snakes mm. and scorpions um and 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 you know it's a sense in which you know the closer you we try and move towards god the closer we try and follow god's will for our lives the more authority we walk in when we start mm. surrendering our own agendas and our own desires in favor of god's we 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 walk in more authority and god places us in places of authority wow wow you know so so harry uh when i think of uh college students uh right mm. now i i think of folks that believe that if they have an md after their name that gives them authority or mm. if they have a if they have a jd after their mm. name that gives them authority can you speak to that uh that authority that one believes or perceives that they will have after uh with an mba after their name with an md mm. after their name with a mm. jd after their name versus mm. the authority of surrendering to the call on your life. Can you speak to that? Yes. Look, I think the problem with 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 whatever qualification we want to get, we think that will give us authority and we use those things as security blankets. Um, you know, and we use those things to prop up our own sense of identity, our own sense of of ability. Um but when we surrender to God, we realize that my identity my value my authority comes from god and mm. and and as i open myself to god and i rely on god it's it's god who works in me um and and it's god's authority that i think shines through me it's not my own abilities and and mm. when we rely on that i think we walk in a lot more 
you know, there's a thing about living in the fear of men as opposed to the fear of God. Mm. And and, mm. and 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 you know, and and definitely when we when we surrender to God and we're walking trying to follow God's call on our lives, so yeah, we we lose fear of man and we we gain a deeper fear of God. And 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 I think that allows us to walk in that authority. And when we have when we're relying on our degrees, our qualifications, and you know, we think that having these fancy letters behind our name is going to make us better people, equip us more. It's very short-sighted, you know. Mm. Those things are important because, you know, it's the same with I'm studying theology now. It's important that I develop myself, that I grow, but I cannot rely on those things. Those things are just there to equip me. It's it's God who, who gives me the authority, gives me the ability, gives me the opportunities, lifts people up and brings them down, you know. We don't like to hear that sort of thing about God bringing us down, but sometimes God does to teach us that we need to rely on Him completely, you know. Wow! 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 Harry, this is this is powerful. I'm 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 I am interviewing you on our podcast, but I, you should see my desk. I I have two pages of notes, just scribbling notes uh, uh, on on your responses. I have about two more questions, sure. and um, the, the 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 first one is a bit fundamental. Okay. When you hear the term righteous leadership, mm. what comes to mind? as you as you as you listen to that term as you hear it what comes to mind through the lens of south africa okay sure i think contextually it's a very important topic for us in south africa Mm. Um, i think the whole world knows about our recent past the difficulties we've had with leadership and leaders with integrity and we're still reeling from recovering from from a lot of uh, corruption uh, and and lies and backhanded things that were happening in within government which cost this country and the taxpayers a lot of money um, mm. and and so righteous leadership is a very fundamental and topical um, issue in South Africa uh, we don't just have it outside in government we even within our churches there are issues with some pastors they're always in their headlines causing problems and people being wow. exploited um, and and ironically enough or i did a i just finished my my honors thesis um, and i did it on 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 transformational leadership model and looking at king josiah um, as a model of transformational leadership and just in my journey and where where God is calling us and what it looks like to be a righteous leader um, i've realized two things is the first that there's what we call imparted righteousness you know that mm, Christ mm. knew no sin became sin so that we may become the righteousness of God um, but then the other thing and this is my methodist background it speaks about um, not just imputed righteousness from God, but also imparted righteousness. So as we grow, as we grow closer to God, the Holy Spirit works in us to to form us into the image of Christ. And 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 and, and that's the problem is that many people accept the imputed righteousness. You know, even leaders within the church, within government, you know, claim to be Christian. So they accept that God has made them righteous, but they don't 
allow God to work in them and grow them and make them, mold them and shape them to be more like Jesus, to walk with integrity, to walk in righteousness. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. So, so again, another nugget. Harry is bringing us the difference between imputed. I believe that's 2 Corinthians uh, 5.21. He who yes. knew no sin yeah. became sin for us, that we can be made the righteousness of God. God. And, yeah. and, 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 and so you say that's imputed, but imparted is where you're walking it out. You're walking yeah. it out. And Harry, that is a perfect, perfect uh, foundation for my final question. Uh, a key to righteous leadership, I found, as I've interviewed others on the show, a key to righteous leadership is that it leads to transformation, as you talked about mm. in your thesis. It mm. leads to reformation. It mm. leads to restoration. So in your estimation, what is required for righteous leadership to be realized in South Africa? What is required? Speak to the audience on that. Right. I think the first thing I need to say is that people need to live with integrity and with mm. transparency and accountability. Mm. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that we're called to as Christians is to make ourselves accountable to God. Mm. Um, you know, I, I can never hide my sin from God. I can't hide who I am from God. And I need to be open to God and accountable to God for my own um, spiritual journey, for the choices I make and, and, and engage God with these things. But we mm. find ourselves, and I think it comes back to your previous question about people trying to find security and authority in degrees, is that we're so busy trying to project an image to the outside world of what we want them to think we are like, that we actually end up living a life where there's internal dissidence, where what we say mm. and what we do doesn't tie up with who we really are. And, wow. and, and so wow. we so, yeah. And, and I think for me, that's the fundamental thing is that, you know, even in, in, in church leaderships, people aren't open and honest and vulnerable. Um, you know, I, I understand we need to have a certain level of protection. We can't just, um, you know, be vulnerable to everybody, but we need to be open and honest. Um, I think in our country, I think across the globe, I'm looking at the stuff happening in your country, Ray. Um, and, and a lot of it is that people say and do certain things, but behave differently behind the scenes. And, and if we can start being open and authentic and saying, this is who I am, these are my struggles, these are my shortcomings, but, you know, I'm walking in integrity, I'm trusting Jesus, I'm trusting God, um, this is who I am, people will be readily um, open to accepting people, leadership like that, and journeying and partnering with leadership. And in the process, the leadership and the followers are both transformed as mm. they both grow, as, as mm. leaders and followers grow closer and more like Jesus. I, I, I honestly feel that the, the, the biggest thing we can do is just be authentic, honest, and open. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's all I can say is wow. This, this is amazing insight. 
Harry, uh, uh, at this point, I just want to turn the mic over to you to share with the audience any any books that you recommend, any projects that you're currently working on that you would like for us to pray for you as a righteous leader, to tribe. Uh, we always want to uh, cover our guests on the show uh, with prayer. So is there any books or any projects that you'd like to share with our audience? I'm not personally working on any books or projects. I'm currently busy with my registering for my master's. Also, we'll be covering leadership um, from a Christian perspective and from looking at biblical examples. So prayer around that would be great. And as I go into my final year of seminary, um, but I, what I would like to recommend to, to, to the audience is that um, to find some sort of accountability group, um, you know, mm. whether that be in your church fellowship group, your covenant groups or um, class meetings or, or, or fellowship Bible study groups or, or find somebody who you can mentor, who can coach you, that can help you live out um, the call of God on your life, that can help you mm. take those steps to, to grow in imparted righteousness. Mm. Wow. Wow. That was powerful. Harry, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, what time is it there now in South Africa? At the moment, it is just after 4 p.m. in the afternoon, two minutes past wow. four in the afternoon. Yeah. Wow, it is It is 9 a.m. here on the East Coast. Thank oh, wow. you so much okay. for joining us and, and, and just sharing with us some 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 excellent nuggets that we can live by and, and really transform our lives going into 2020. Thank you, thank thank you so you. much, Harry. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, You've been listening to the Righteous Leadership Podcast, the voice of a righteous nation within the nations of this world, committed to bringing and experiencing the kingdom of God in the now to provide hope for the kingdom of God yet to come.